Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Kathy and Ella here with my hostess, Carrie Butler. And today we are interviewing Adrian Starks, an international speaker, author, coach, and the founder, CEO of Champion Up. Adrian's excuse me, mission is to help individuals search, believe, condition, and act upon their winning potential, which I just think is so awesome because we all have that potential inside of us. And so Adrian's going to break it down for us with us today. And good morning, Carrie. Good morning. Sorry, we have a little oh, dog situation. Oh, look, joy in the background. Hey, there Adrian, you, welcome to the Best Life Cafe. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. How are you guys doing this morning? Well, it's pouring rain in, in Northern California. How's Southern California, Carrie? Oh, it's, you know, sunny and 76. <laughs> However, oh. we're going to, like, tonight, I know, but tonight we're going to get, we're getting, uh, we're getting a storm tomorrow or tonight, and then it's going to rain all day tomorrow. So, um, oh, I think but we're going to enjoy too. one more day. Yeah, we're going to enjoy so, one more day of uh, sun. So just to dive in real quick, I just wanted to let our listeners know that Carrie and I live on, you know, opposite sides of the map, but we were able to spend time together this week. We were super excited. It was my birthday. We I was did. in L.A. And we spent the day together, and we went out to the Palisades to watch all the lights, uh, the Christmas tree lights and the singers, and we dined and we shopped, and it was so fun. And so just so you guys know that we connect every day by phone, but when we get together in person, it was really special. So, Carrie, I just want to thank you for that day. I had such a good time. Oh, honey, it was so much fun. I'd never been to a tree lighting before, and it was certainly a celebrity-studded event. Yeah. So that was that was a big surprise and fun, and um, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it as well. So I hope you had the we happiest the of best. birthdays. I did. So Adrian, start. Yes. You have been known to have an excitement and passion and zest for life. And when I read that Ooh, about yes. you, I was like, oh my god, I love that because that's me too. Like I, I have that. Like, life is short. Like, you have to live at large, and you have to be in your best moment, and you have to be happy all the time with it. And if you're not, then you're not living your best life. So I was wondering if you would kind of introduce yourself to our, to our listeners, and then just tell us, like, how did you come about knowing that you have this gift for excitement, passion, and zest for life and giving it to other people? All right. Well, I am Adrian Starks. I'm the founder and CEO of Champion Up. And I've always known I've had this gift for zest of life. Even since a young child, I had a lot of energy about me. And it's kind of how that nickname came up, the champ. And I'm known as Adrian the Champ Starks because <laughs> I just had this ability to be able to make everyone happy around me. I was willing to take on challenges. I was willing to walk into the unknown, the uncertain. And no matter how many times I fell, I got right back up and I just kept moving forward. And that stuck with me throughout life. But what happens to a lot of us is that life will just, you know, it will beat us down and make us conform to be a yeah. certain way or act a certain way. And over time, I kind of learned how to numb that part of me down. I became a people pleaser. And I did it so many times to the point where it got me into so many situations where I was just being used. And basically, I just had enough of it. And I said, you know, I've got to get back to this point to where I really walk in my personal truth and I appreciate my life for what it is and for what I am and where I'm going. And so I got back that zest by following into what I love to do best, that is speaking to people, that is writing, that is inspiring. And I realized that this is where my life is. 
And I feel like we're living in an era now where we need to all get that back, get that creative process back to be able to step into what I call our personal truths, you know, stepping into our courage and away from our fears and looking at what do we want to contribute to our personal lives and to the environments around us. And that is how you live an exciting life. Oh. Carrie, I know you're like me. We're both going, oh, my God. Can we just, like, come hang out with you for a couple of days? I know. Can we <laughs> yeah, just, like, you can certainly do that. I would love that. Like, <laughs> can we just come hang out with you? Because, like, what you just said was, like, everything I need to hear on a daily basis. So that was a gem <laughs> in the making. And so I have a quick question. And then, uh, But, you know, on that side, you have this excitement, this passion and zest, and it is really what we all aspire to feel, you know, energetically mm-hmm. every day. But then you have mm-hmm. the other side of the fence, which is sadness. And what you were talking yes. on, you know, what you'd have a webinar that's out there about how to overcome sadness, unfulfillment, and failure. Yes. And so mm-hmm. why do you think, A, why do you think we fail? And why do you think we freeze up when we fail so that we don't have that, you know, passion and zest to go, okay, well, I failed, move on. You know, because every failure for me is always a gift. And so I was just curious as to how you viewed failure and, and how people can get through those feelings. Okay, that's a great question. And so I see failure as a situational perspective. So what I mean by this is many people across the planet will see failure as personal. They take it personal, like I failed at this and I'm a failure and this is something's wrong with me. And no, what it means is that something just didn't go right. So it's situational for you. That's what we call failure. Now, if you make it personal, then you will accept that as, as a failure to yourself and then that makes you freeze. That makes you afraid to move to the next step or to find your way out of what I call that tunnel of fear. So the lesson is to accept failure or to deal with failure as situational and not personal. And that's Mm. how I was able to look at failure for me because there's so many people that they will, you know, fail towards you. I mean, you'll depend on some people. Things won't go through. Or you may have a project. You may have a relationship, some finances. Something didn't go through. But that is a situational perspective that you will be able to get out of if you see it as situational. People become stuck when they take it personal and they think it's something wrong with them. And it's nothing wrong with you. It's just that perspective you have toward the situation. Wow. Wow. So when you were little, like you say that when you were little, this is Carrie, by the way. When you were little, you – hi, sweetie. Um. Um, it was about, like you said that you like, you know, just, you were called the champ. So what Uh happened? Like, was there, was there a specific moment or something where you kind of like lost yourself? Like, I, I'm just curious Mm -hmm. about that. You know, like what happened? Because so many of us, you know, it's like we get like maybe beat, like we come into this life, right, with wide eyes and, you know, everything is, and we should just keep going that way, right, with wide eyes and wonder. But we get, you know, stuff happens to us. So what, was there something that happened to you specifically that you feel like kind of set you back a little bit or if that, I don't even know if that's the right term, but just, you know. No, it's a great question. Yes, actually it was when I was in elementary um, I was known as, so I had, I got labeled ADD, Attention, attention Deficit Disorder, um, and because mm. I spoke a lot in class, I was very energetic, but I had the ability to make good grades, and so this really annoyed the teachers. 
<laughs> so um, they tried to find a way of dealing with me because they thought there was something wrong. They tried to put me on medication. My parents during that time said, absolutely not. There's nothing wrong. He's just energetic. And so <clears throat> during that process, these schools found a way of dealing with me. They just isolated me from people. So I remembered in the classroom, oh I would be put in the back of the classroom, or during lunch I was isolated from the other kids. It was a way of saying either you be quiet or we're going to pull you away from the group. And so over time, as I got into the sixth grade, that kind of stuck with me. And I associated me talking a lot, me being myself, with causing disruption or being the person that is, you know, not following orders. And so I learned to be quiet. And mm-hmm. that part of me stayed for about, a, about at least a few years until I got into high school. But even then it was still there. And it wasn't until I got into college where that began to change as I began to find ways to express myself through poetry, through spoken word events. All that silence came out of me. I felt like Maya Angelou when she went through her period of two years of silence and all of a sudden she came out of it, she was writing and speaking to people. And it's that shell that we put ourselves in that if we're able to come out of it, we can be like that particular butterfly in the cocoon that's once a caterpillar. We can definitely turn it into something different, but the problem with a lot of people is they don't do that. They don't get to that point. They stay in a cocoon their whole entire life. And for me, I just realized that it started when I was in fifth grade, and then it transcended into my, my sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and I broke out of it when I was probably at the tail end of my high school year. And what it meant for me during that time was that we all have this childlike part of us that we lose because society tells us to grow up, right? Society tells us that be mm-hmm. realistic, be logical, you know. But we can still make plans like an adult, but we have to believe in our ideas and dreams like a child. And we've got to get mm-hmm. back to that trusting the childlike curiosity in us. And being oh. able to be ourselves, be funny, make a mistake, you know, fall on your face. You know, here's the funny thing, <laughs> guys. I was, the other day I was actually running because I was going to try to catch a bus downtown and I fell. I literally <laughs> fell down, landed on my face. Thank goodness I didn't break anything. And I said, oh my goodness, I haven't fallen in years. And everyone was just looking and they said, are you all right? I said, of course I'm all right. But it was just that idea of falling down and just laughing at yourself and just saying it's all right. And that's what yeah. we need to start yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, just laughing and just saying, it's all right. It's okay. Well, you know, that's such an interesting thing because as an adult, you don't really think about falling, like literally falling, right? It's like something that a little kid does where they, you know, Mm -hmm. and they get a bump and bruise and it's something (laughs) that we learn, like, to Mm -hmm. be more mindful or careful about. But it, I can absolutely see how that act of falling would almost take you back, right? And it's just like... Mm -hmm you know, to almost like a childhood moment, but just having that, like, I'm good. Like, okay, I got it. You know, like, yeah, I, got I love it. that. I didn't break anything. I'm okay. You know, and that was what really made me realize that as adults, we're going to always fall. We don't have to fall physically, but we can fall mentally. We can fall spiritually. We can fall emotionally. And the problem with mm-hmm. us is that we're not getting back up. We're not getting back up from those falls. We're, we're staying down. We're hiding behind ourselves, hoping that no one sees the fact that, we're human, that we've been hurt, oh that God. we yeah. are lost. And we've got to start looking at ourselves and saying, you know what? You're not perfect, and neither should you strive for perfect perfection. But we need to start striving for being that 
part of ourselves. I say, you know, if we're true to ourselves, we cannot lie to the world. You know, and that's what I really believe in. We have to start being true to ourselves, getting back to, as Socrates, a great Greek philosopher, would say, you know, know thyself, you know, and begin to yeah. understand ourselves a little bit more. By, and I say we should date ourselves. Start dating yourself. Take yourself out. You know, ask yourself questions. It's amazing to me that we're so good at knowing about other people. We want to know where they're from, what they're about, what's going on in their lives, but we do not ask ourselves that. <sighs> That's so great. What a beautiful morsel. You know, when you were talking just a minute ago and like you said, like we're all human, it was like that just struck me in such, it's like we are, like we're all human and we're, you know, we, we put these like these things of being perfect on ourselves, but it's like we're all, you know, we all fall down, right? We just, you're right. Like we just need to get up and, yeah, like, we, we're we're human, and we are, we're very unique in our own ways. If you notice that every human being has a different fingerprint, no one shares this fingerprint. They're all individual, even our DNA molecule. It's very individual, and I always say DNA means to me destiny needs acceptance. We all have a, a particular uh, DNA inside of us, wait, wait, and wait, that wait, part wait, of uh, us uh, is why uh, we're here. Uh, <laughs> destiny <laughs> needs acceptance. Is that what acceptance. you said? Yes, that's destiny? what DNA means is to that- me needs acceptance. Oh. Your destiny Adrian, needs acceptance. means you've got to accept who you are. You've got to accept who you are. And I, I absolutely love that because I'm a huge destiny believer, and I, I, I loved that you said that. I'm stealing that just for the record. But the other thing, I, it was something that you said. It was a quote you said a minute ago before you, you uh, quoted, I think. Anyways, anyway, you said, when you are true to yourself, you cannot hide yes. from the world. And when I you're really true to your, yeah. Because I, I thought to myself, you know, I have lived a life where I hid things from the world, and then I had exposure, and I had to, like you say, get back up after a fall. And I feel so good having that exposure and having the mm-hmm. truth out there that I I, I never would have predicted that that was my truth now. And now I'm like, oh, it's so easy to live my life now. It just feels yes. easy. So I just really wanted to acknowledge that that is a great sentence. Like when you are true to yourself, you cannot hide from the world. You don't want to hide from the world anymore. You want them no. to see the real you. You want that authentic vulnerability. And, it, and even if you're vulnerable and it, you get hurt, it's like, okay, but, but here I am. I'm showing up as me, mm-hmm. and that's going to benefit so many more people. Anyways, rant over. I just had to comment on that. I know. I love the fact that you I, well, I love the fact that you said show up, you know, and I like to say also too, you know, stepping out and claiming your personal space because we all have a space yeah. that we're occupying here and it's up to us what we do with that space. And yeah. many people are not occupying their spaces. They're trying to, you know, invade other people's spaces. They're trying to help control other people's spaces. It's like, no, you got to tend to Showing up every single day and asking yourself, am I present today? What am I going to learn today? How can I impact my world today? And what can I be grateful for today? That's how we show up. Wow. Yeah, I just I just love you so much, Adrian. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I hear this, you know, like, I hear this stuff all the time. But today, for some reason... I'm just right? hearing it so differently, like about, oh, my God, I'm just, this is so exciting. So when you, so do you, 
when you like speak to people, like, you know, when you go and, mm-hmm. and, and get up on that stage, which like I'm mm-hmm. dying to come see you somewhere, like, where do I go? <laughs> like, what is like, you know, where, do, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Is it this? Is it like, what do you, you know, what inspires you up on that stage? And what inspires me is to, is to, is to serve people on a level of, helping them see that they have so much more to contribute in life. I'm all about getting people out of the stuck position of their thoughts, of their feelings, and helping them transcend into a different level of creativity for themselves, for their families, for their friends, for their lives. And I'm all about getting the human soul pissed off. I'm sorry, can I say that on the radio? I'm sorry. Yeah, um, you can say anything <laughs> on the radio. Getting the human soul pissed off about holding itself back. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm all about rattling the human spirit. You know, when I came into this industry, I told people, I said, I'm going to come into this industry and take the roof down. You know, I'm not going to talk to you about the things that most people talk about. I'm going to talk to you from a different level, a philosophical level, a poetical level, a deep heartfelt level. And my whole thing to talk about is human courage. And when we look at courage, we think of this thing that you have to walk through a running building to save someone or and not to, you know, disregard anyone who has done that. But reality is courage. If you look at the Latin root of the word courage, it's C-O-R, core, and that means from the heart. And we are not acting from the heart as human beings anymore. We're acting from the head. And when your head gets in the way, your heart cannot lead. And this impacts your businesses, it impacts your relationships, it impacts who you are. And I talk about being a champion to my audiences because the word champion to me has nothing to do with what we think it does. This competitive state, this I have to win against people, much respect to those people who do that. But reality is I was doing all this research on the word champion, and it came back to a meaning of, a person who is a defendant or an advocate for a cause. And then I thought about it some more, and I said, wait a minute. This is a human being perspective, and a human being needs to learn that they can be their own champion in their life and that we need to take champion from a competitive state and bring it to a creative process and Mm. to have people really stand for an idea, a vision. What is your personal philosophy? And so I do talk to audiences about this, and I talk about goal settings and the things that people typically talk about, but I do it my own way. And when I say a goal, I mean G-O-A-L, get out and live. That's what goal means to me. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. I love, love that, that one, too. Right? Tell Adrian, you're just the best. Okay, so I, I feel like, you know, circling back just a little bit to your comment about courage, and mm-hmm. how courage is is really probably one of the most important components of moving forward in your life. You know, I'm a yes. huge Mel Robbins five second rule fan, and I I believe that it. You know, I read something the other day. It said it just takes ten seconds of courage, and if you can get through those ten seconds and do what it is you think you cannot do, you will get a result. And if you sit there be, before those 10 seconds and don't take that courageous act, nothing will change. And I sat with that. I was like, oh, my God, that is so me. I'm always like two steps forward. Nope, I can't do this. Nope, I can't do this. So I'm really working on courage and what that really means. And so I was really happy you brought that up. But you, one of the things is that you're a life coach. And I've worked with a life coach. And Carrie has. We both, you know, life coaches to us are 
really important in moving forward and being accountable. And so can you just give a definition of kind of how you, your process of life coaching is with people? My life coaching is finding the why behind the why, like the reason why you're here, like with me. Um, for years, when I worked as a personal trainer, I taught people about nutrition, the physicality of the body. I was always intrigued of why people were there. Like, what do you really, truly want? And you have to have a really clear indication of that because that's the only way that I can help you. And what I help people yeah. with is trimming away. I call it the conditioning process. I trim away their fears. I trim away their worries. I trim away their insecurities so I can help them the courage muscle. We can only build a courage muscle after we trim away all those things. Mm-hmm. It is really all about courage. That is the word of the day. <laughs> and so and, you it know, is. And on that note, yeah, on that note, I, I feel like uh, one of the things, and I read some of this on your website, and I know you have a webinar, and I want everyone, I want to find out where to find you and all that, and we'll do that next. But when we are closing a chapter, and then taking the courage to walk into a new chapter. Like there's that subliminal space, as Nancy Levin says, between no longer and not yet. And when you hear that, you think, yeah, there's that space where I don't know what's going to happen next, but if I have courage, I can sort of see that I'll take the steps to what's going to happen yet. So how do we transition? Like what are your best tools to transition when you're in that subliminal space of no longer and not yet? is to set what I call daily courage traps for yourself. What I mean by this is that you find something that you want that is uncomfortable for you and you do it, meaning that this helps you Mm -hmm. to step into the uncertain, getting used to stepping into the unknown. The issue of a lot of people is that they don't want to do that because they think something's going to happen to them. And when we work this courage muscle every day, like, for instance, maybe it's going out and and introducing yourself first to someone. That's a sign of confidence when you Mm -hmm. introduce yourself first. Um, you give mm. someone a compliment, you know, uh, work mm-hmm. on something you've been kind of putting to the side lately. Being straightforward with that person that you should be straightforward with and say what you need to say. You know, these are what we call working our yeah. courage muscles because what happens is we're always take our, there's a part of us that's always recording what we're doing. And when we're moving from one state to the next unknown state, the issue is that we need to start exercising those little bits and pieces of courage on a daily basis so that we can take that big step into the unknown. Um, Robert Frost, a great American poet, he's from Buffalo actually, he had a poem called Road Not Taken. And in the poem, it really shocked me. It was the last part. He said that two roads diverged into the woods. I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that we have to take the road less traveled by. And, yes, it is uncomfortable. Yes, it is scary. Yes, it is uncertain. But that's how adventure occurs. And we can only get our experiences from adventure. And, yes, it's, you have to be safe. You know, don't put yourself in danger. But understand that nothing will happen unless you do. And you've got to step into that. That, that part of that darkness that you may not be aware of. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. said, faith is taking the first step when we don't, hit the, when we don't see the whole staircase. You know, you've got to take the first step. And each day you can take daily steps into your courage by challenging yourself to do something that is a little bit uncomfortable. And I guarantee if you do that for at least, you know, 21 to 30 days every single day, and for people that are, are – 
listening, and to you guys as well, on a piece of paper, draw a circle on that piece of paper, and each day you write inside that circle the challenge you want to have for yourself. And then mm. outside that circle, write courage trap. And what this does visually for you is it makes you focus on inside this circle is the only way that you're going to work that courage muscle. You can't get out of that circle unless you've done that challenge. And then the next day, you do the next challenge. And what you'll find is that you'll get excited about what challenge do I have to do today? And these challenges could be exercising more. Maybe you need to do more exercising today than you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Eating a better nutritious meal. You know, all kinds mm-hmm. of challenges come about. And as long as you're, you know, pushing yourself to do something that you typically would not do, that's going to help you work your courage muscle. Got it. Wow. I like that. I love and I'm that. like, okay, so what do I need? There's a few things on my list. <laughs> <laughs> So is this the um is this the system like for creating change like I know that you created a system is that mm-hmm. part of like the the process of it or is that something a, completely different That's a small fraction of it there's so much I can help people with it depends on the person I really adapt it to I have a system I call champion which I broke into all kind of concepts and things that I work with people on and it's different with the individual because I really want to make sure that I understand them and not have something that, you know, if one person does it this way, you've got to do it this way. I don't feel like as human beings we function that way. You know, it's like if you like a certain kind of music, I may not like that certain kind of music. So I really want to understand the individual first and then say, okay, this part of the system is what you're going to need. This part of the system is probably what you're going to need to wait on first. And I just tailor it to the individual But overall, Mm. the champion system is for anyone. It's for any person of any age, any background, any circumstance, because I wanted it to be that way. I wanted it to be for the individual, for the human being that is focusing on, you know, becoming. I think Michelle Obama has a book out now called Becoming, and I love the fact that she brought this book out because I've always said that we should be not just human beings, but human becoming. We should be becoming something much more. That's great. I love I love that. I love that title of that book for her. I love it so much. I love it so much. Yeah. Definitely one that's uh, on my list to read. <laughs> well, we are just so this has just been such an amazing conversation, Adrian. Tell everybody where we can find you or where they can find you and and you know, possibly work with you Excellent. and stuff. Yes, so I do have a website, championup.net, and it's just the way it sounds, championup.net. If you go on the website, there will be a free live webinar. And if you stick to the very end of it, there is a free gift for you. And also, if you have any questions, you can always email me after that webinar as well. And I have exciting news for all of you. There is a Champion Up app that I will be releasing in about wow. two weeks. That's great and, news. Oh. And this Champion Up app is free to download. And with this app, you'll get all my upcoming live events that I'll be doing where I will be. You'll get videos. You'll get some courses I'll be running. I have a course right now I'm working on called How to Get Unstuck. Um, you'll see articles I've written. You'll be able to go to the social media pages. And I wanted to create a personal arena for people to carry with them because I do understand that 
not everyone can be at their computer all day long. And if you're at work or if you're yeah. anywhere and someone gets on your last nerve, <laughs> you want to recharge right. yourself. I wanted to have something where people could listen to um, on their own time. And I also wanted to do it for the younger generation, too, because I do understand they spend most of their time on phones. And so I want to start helping things be more constructive for them instead of spending their time on things that are not constructive. And so this app will be ready to download in about a couple of weeks, and you'll be able to go to the Apple Store. Um, if you have an Android phone, you can download it on that phone as well, too, free download, and it's called Champion Up. And it's called Champion Up, Overcoming Your Obstacles. Well, Adrian, that's awesome. Would you make sure that when that app comes out, you send us an email so we can promote that for you on our Facebook page? Oh, yes, absolutely, I will. And speaking of Facebook, I do have a Facebook page as well, too, Adrian Starks. Um, I think and you I have a <laughs> Yeah, and I have a, a fan page, too, which is Champion Up. So you can find me on Adrian Starks oh, yeah. or you can find me on Champion Up. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending your half hour with us at the Best Life Cafe. Yes. This is our little coffee hour, and we loved having you and really some great tidbits for our listeners. And so we will hope to connect with you again soon, and we'll be following you on social yes. media. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you as well, guys. It was great talking to you. All right. Thanks. Okay, everybody. So now we're moving on to some card pulling. I've been shuffling my cards for the last minute or two. So I'm going to go ahead and pull a card quickly. And it says Seven of Ariel. This is from the Power Tarot Archangel deck. You have invested wisely. Have patience and wait for the harvest. Review your progress and make plans for your next endeavor. Awesome. Courage, everybody. Have courage. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, like, you know, the courage, like, I remember when I did the fire walk with Tony Robbins, and it was just, you know, you had to just do it. Like, you, there was, the, the anticipation of it was worse than the actual act of walking on the fire. And I think that that is something as well that we get, for, you know, we get caught up in the, yeah. the anxious, yeah. you know, the anticipation of something. And it's just like, like you really had no choice. Like you were just like, you were up, like everybody got in line. And it's like, when it was your turn, it's like, you get up and you walk and like, you're done. And you're just like, Oh my God, like I did it. You know, it's like, I loved him. I just thought he was like such an amazing guest. Um, okay. I digress. So I, the person that I'm the person, the card that I pulled is helpful person. Someone wants to help Mm. you think of whom that might be and initiate contact. Says there's a person who can help you reach your desired outcome. You've probably already thought of whom this person might be, or it could be a new person that you're coming into contact with. Be open to receiving help from others. Strong people learn the importance of delegating and working as a team. This will help you as well. Uh, with the help of others, you are more able to manifest your divine purpose and desires. So there's somebody out there. Looking well, to do that. Could be Adrian Stark. <laughs> it could be. Oh my God. Are you today? Yeah, right? <laughs> like it could be that. Uh, okay, so the last thing we're going to end with today and send you off with is a Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote. For those of you that are new listeners, Carrie and I are huge Wayne Dyer fans, and his wisdom continues to spread and motivate people across the planet. So today I went straight to his website, and this is what I got. Most people are searching for happiness outside of themselves. That's a fundamental mistake. Happiness is something that you are, 
and it comes from the way you think. Beautiful. Well, if that's not a beautiful end to our beautiful conversation with Adrian, I don't know what is. Like, that is just beautiful. Perfect. All right, everybody, thank thank you. you for tuning in to the Best Likes Cafe. Please subscribe, review, and share this on social media, and we will be back next week. Take care, everybody. Aloha. Love you guys.